Sup, Maya, someone I don't know called up to me. Oh, hey, I nod back, still trying to identify who it was. How does the whole school know you? Chloe asked as she fixed the tie on the collar of her uniform. It was a white shirt with the words, Westbridge Secondary School, and a black skirt. I have no clue, I say, walking to our lockers that are right beside each other. My last name is Adrian, hers is Ziegler. But I do know. It's because I'm the only black girl in our school, so everyone is bound to know me. The day goes by as usual. I go to all my classes, go to lunch to eat disgusting mac and cheese, talk to Chloe at our lunch table, give the stink eye to Melissa, my mortal enemy, and her posse while trying to avoid her, ride the bus with Chloe, go home, talk to my mom about my day at school and her day at the office as a lawyer, do my homework, eat dinner, watch Golden Girl reruns, go to sleep, and then do it all over again. I woke up this morning 30 minutes late and rushed out of bed, got dressed, did my hair, ran out of the house without eating breakfast, and sadly ran into Melissa at the bus stop. Oh, hey, Amaya, so, Melissa said without any sarcasm, which threw me off quite a bit. Um, hey, Melissa, what's up? So, I've been meaning to run into you. Me and a couple of girls are having a sleepover tonight, and I was wondering if you could come. I, I wanted to find an excuse to, to say no, and I remembered Chloe's art show yesterday. Sorry, Melissa, I can't. I have, Chloe has an art show today. I made myself look as sad as possible. Oh, we got moved. She's coming, too. This confused me. Why hadn't she told me? Maybe she was going to surprise me, but I wouldn't know, because Chloe had a dentist appointment today and wasn't going to come to school for the remainder of the day. Um, okay, sure then. What time should I be there? Around five-ish. I was still looking to see if she was lying or not, but she seemed genuine, so I followed along. Just then, the bus came. We were the first stop, so the ride was pretty long, but I was reading my book, so I went by quickly. The day went by slow. I found myself looking at the clock every two minutes. During, during lunch, I checked in with my mom to see if I can go to the sleepover, and with enough persuasion, she gave in. I went home, packed my bag, and when I was done, stared at my reflection. I have dark brown eyes that are almost black. My hair usually stuck out into an afro, but I put in little gold clips with, on them so I didn't have to deal with it. Amaya, let's go already! My mom yelled from downstairs. When we got into the car, my mom played Dear Mama on the radio as we drove. Melissa's house was the biggest in their neighborhood and looked more like a castle than a house. My mom lowered her radio. This is your stop. Just text me if you want to go home. Are you sure I, I can go in if you want? <sighs> Sorry, girl. It's just I cut her off. I'll be fine, Mom. Just pick me up Sunday. I got out of the car and walked to Melissa's house. I felt as if my heart was going to burst out of my chest and right onto her newly paved driveway. I started counting the steps to her house. One, two, deep breath, three, knock on the door, four. Hey, Amaya, Melissa's parents greet me in formal wear. Hi, Mr. and Mrs. Nelson. John and I are just heading out, so you girls have fun, Mr. and Nelson said. Chloe tried to cut her off as politely as possible. 
We will. She was wearing a unicorn onesie. Chloe, she came. Sorry I didn't tell you about my reschedule. No problem. You know I could never be mad at you, Chloe. I know. Let's go. Melissa got us all matching onesies. She was acting as if she hadn't been disgusted by her just last week. She walked me up to Melissa's bedroom, and when we got there, I took a minute to observe the room. She had a king bed with about a gazillion pillows. Here is yours. Here is yours. Me and the other girls are going to be in the bonus room. She passed me a baby blue onesie. I put the onesie on top of my t-shirt and leggings. The arms were a little bit too long, so I rolled the sleeves up. When I got to the bonus room, all the sleeping mats were laid down the ground. Hey, Maya, a couple of girls said to me. Hey, guys, I tried to shake off my nervousness by playing off by playing a couple rounds of truth or dare. Where's the restroom? I asked Melissa while we watch a horror movie. Here, I'll take you there. I'm sure I'll be, I'm sure I'll be fine. Just tell me where it is. Her face was starting to turn pink against her pale complexion. I, I can't. I was confused now. Why couldn't she just tell me where the stupid restroom was? Um, why not? Cause I don't if, know if I can trust you. You know, cause of my dad. Cause of your dad. I froze up. My dad was arrested before I was born. But my mom would never tell me that. Then she started giggling. Do you really think I wouldn't find out that your dad broke into someone's house and almost killed someone? Some of the girls now started laughing too now. Chloe's, Chloe included. Tears started rolling down the corner of my eyes when I came to the realization of a few things. One, my dad was a bad guy. I wasn't. Two, my mom never told me the full reason of why my dad was arrested. Three, they knew why he was arrested. Four, I was the only black girl here. Five, I was different. I turned around without saying anything and got my bag and walked away. Once outside, I threw off my onesie. I threw off my onesie and threw it at the house. Then, out of the corner of my eye, I saw my mom was parked in the same spot we left. I ran to her car and rubbed my eyes. Through sniffles, I managed to get a few words out. Why do they hate me? I begged my mom while she hugged me. They just don't understand. That's all. Sometimes you have to adjust being the only one of your kind. Now wipe your tears off and let's go get some ice cream. Take it out? Of course. We didn't talk the rest of the ride, but the sound of Tupac's voice was comforting enough for me. And that's what I knew. Being bad doesn't mean being different.